Welcome to Coming of Page, a podcast about two teens finding themselves amongst their shelves. I'm Mia. And I'm Haley. Mia has, has been, been gone, gone forever. <laughs> for literal years. Yeah, so I haven't been to school in about three weeks. Maybe more, actually. Yeah, I think it's been more. Yeah, because first time I got quarantined because of a friend, close contact with a friend covid time yeah and then my mom got covid and then i got covid (laughs) so it was a very long crappy cycle but i'm back she's back hopefully (laughs) we're good yeah she's good she's good how do you feel that's the only thing that's like made me uncomfortable is like the only exposure i had to anime before Mm -hmm. you and like the guys in our newspaper Mm -hmm. was a guy at my school would have mm-hmm. like anime girls that are scantily clad oh. <laughs> as his wallpaper. Oh my god! And, and like he said, no shame. Yeah, he, he was just really into the the anime um, girls. Yeah, I feel like anime itself gets a bad rep because when people do think about it, they think about like the only like the butty, as you said, scantily yeah. clad women. <laughs> yeah but i don't know it's not always that so that's good yeah and i definitely don't watch anime that is <laughs> mainly scandally clad people <laughs> yeah so what do you watch um i one of the things i will talk about later because i've been reading the manga but i watch a lot of um action mm-hmm. anime so obviously it's not a lot of like things with fetish yeah i guess um right now i'm very deep into attack on titan still as most people are because the final season's out okay and everyone's been into that have you do you know what attack on titan is i've heard of it just from it's it's pretty good so i've been watching that and another show called jujitsu kaisen Mm. okay haven't heard of that yeah it's it's another like fantasy action Mm. anime which is good I won't go into details about it to bore you with my weebness. Gotcha. Well, <laughs> but I've heard of really good. I've heard of um, Death Note. I love Death Note. I've heard it's that's really favorites. good. Anyway, <laughs> should we like go into our segment? Yes. Okay. Yes, we should. Um. So in our first segment, we will be talking about the last book we finished, and then at the end of the podcast, we'll leave you with a quote that stood out to us from the book. You know the drill. Mia, what was the last book you finished? So I've had COVID brain and everything's been kind of foggy. (laughs) So I haven't really been in like the mood to actually pick up a book and read, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is tragic because I don't know. I love reading. And so obviously it's a shame when like my body just won't function. Yeah. Um, But the last books I finished, I read two Haikyuu mangas, volume one and volume two of Haikyuu. And Explain. <laughs> yes. Have you heard of Haiku before? Uh, <laughs> it seems familiar in my brain. You might have seen it on like Netflix, like just the title or something. Because yeah. it's on Netflix. These mangas slash anime, um, it's about this okay, so it's centered around volleyball and mm-hmm. it focuses on this boy named Hinata Shoyo. And he so in middle school it was like his dream to play volleyball competitively because mm-hmm. he saw one of these players like a high school player playing on TV known as the tiny giant because you know volleyball is mainly for tall people mm-hmm. and he like okay so orange haired guy right here mm-hmm. he is kind of short he's like 5'4 five, 5'5 five, five, 
So he, a lot of people like are like, Ugh, he can't play volleyball. Yeah. He's little. Yeah. Um. So it's basically about his journey of becoming a high school volleyball player mm. and learning the ropes because in his first game, this is like in the first volume of the manga that I read. In his first middle school game, he didn't really have a good team because. At his middle school, there wasn't a volleyball team. Mm-hmm. So to join the tournament, he just got a bunch of his friends in different sports. And he was like, please join for this game. I need to play. And he's only been practicing by himself, really. So he went to this tournament, got his butt kicked. Oh, no. Yeah. But um, he got his butt kicked by this other middle school team. And he meets this player named Kageyama. Mm-hmm. And Kageyama is the smuggest, like, low-key egocentric person that he's ever met. He's, like, kind of irritating. I love him. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, kind of irritating. And he's one of the best players, mm-hmm. like, in, like, the middle school teams. And he basically... But he's, like, the thing is, he's one of the only people who actually respect him to some extent. Because everyone yeah. else disregards him as a player. But he's, like wow he's so athletic like what the heck um ooh, ooh, that email. Was my email for tennis <laughs> um so it's just his volleyball journey and him in high school meeting new players and developing as a player and a person which is kind of corny but it's honestly so funny and so wholesome like watching it and reading it probably like made me survive quarantine because mm-hmm. it's very positive and nice that's good yes it's like a nice coming of age Story. Oh, it's so good. I accidentally it put a gum in my mouth because I like That's totally I will I will talk about yeah. you talk about what you last read. So guys, here's the thing. I haven't finished anything um for reasons that I will explain later. Um I th- I can't tell if I'm in a reading slump. I don't think I am because I do want to read. I think I'm just so incredibly busy mm-hmm. with school and college stuff and life stuff and trying to have a good relationship with my friends and my boyfriend it's just really in work <laughs> my job I, there's just a lot going on mm-hmm. so reading has has become a, a lower priority but I just snapped at you guys but I deleted my social media is this morning. no way not like not like i just deleted the apps off of my phone mm-hmm. i didn't like delete my accounts or anything mm-hmm. but i deleted those because i was just wasting <laughs> i spent like seven hours no, yesterday I, on tiktok i spent so long on it TikTok. is so bad i spent like a majority of my time on tiktok now yeah and i need to stop like i know that i will be so mad if i look back on my senior year and it's just i can't remember anything because all i did was play on tiktok uh so yeah that's that's why i haven't finished anything but it will get better soon and yeah i wish i could relate to that but like i just like know that if i deleted tiktok i would have nothing to do you could read yeah i could (laughs) But like sometimes could, reading takes so much more brain power than TikTok. And I mean, little, TikTok uses no brain power. Yes, those little uh, 60 second videos just. They just keep going. And and they're so addicting. You're you're smart. Maybe I should try. I mean, I don't even like plan any other like app besides TikTok. So. Yeah. <laughs> On to our next segment. We are going to be talking about what we are currently reading. Yay. Um, <laughs> do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? 
You go first. Okay. Yeah, you go first. Okay. Um, as always, I am bouncing between books and just putting some on hold, as always, because mm-hmm. my attention span is that of a goldfish. Um, but I'm currently reading The Lobotomist by Jack L. High. I think oh. that's how you pronounce it. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it's about the history of the lobotomy procedures, and it mainly focuses on, like, the beginnings of it, and obviously the beginnings are horrific, and... Okay, yeah, so I've done, I've done, wait, okay, wait. Have you read this before? (laughs) No, I haven't, but there was a podcast that I listened to about this, and it was so... Is it My Favorite Murder? Horrific. I don't know if it was, I think it might have been... It might have been My Favorite Murder, because I heard about it from My Favorite Murder, and that's why I read it. It was so crazy. Yeah, because they referenced the book. Okay, yeah, I think I remember hearing about this. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. I'm going to add it to the to-read list. Please, please tell us what it's It's a very technical book, I Mm -hmm. will say. It's not, I mean, of course there's emotion because these people have had their lives ripped away from them because of these procedures. Like, I think they were talking about how they, since it's the beginning of the procedure, obviously there's nothing, like, scientifically, like, safe. So they would experiment on these people and basically be like, oh, since she has anxiety, if I take out this chunk of her brain, yeah. maybe she'll be fine. Maybe she'll be fine, he, he says. And then she wakes up and literally she's like cannot function correctly. Yeah, because her brain. Yeah, exactly. And they really go into depth about how like the doctors who started it, they aren't they didn't think that they were monsters. Mm-hmm. They thought they were genuinely doing something good for, like, mental health science. Mm -hmm. But also back then, mental health was so stigmatized. Like, everyone was kind of, like, it was a disease, they thought. They were like, this is so bad that I would rather my, like, kid be a vegetable than actually helping them with their problems. Yeah. Which is really sad. So I'm not very far, but they have talked about a few people who have had it, uh, had the procedure done. And it either goes really, like, decent or really terribly. Like, some of them, they are calmer, they say. But I honestly think calmer just means that they, like, cannot think for themselves anymore. But other people, they're having, like, seizures. And they, they, like, it's even worse than what they started off with. Like, they come in for, like, depression and they leave with seizures. Yeah. So it's, like, it's just really horrific. And I, whenever I watch TV, like, American Horror Story, like, um, the asylum season Mm -hmm. it's like always like disturbs me so much like asylums in general like old-timey asylums they like freak me out the most just because they do stuff like this yeah i asylums creep me out too because like it's it's so weird because it's it was real like (laughs) this actually happened yeah and like if you think about it it's probably not that long ago no like in the 80s or like the 70s yeah like oh my gosh like that's crazy like they like people would really like rather have their kids locked away like criminals rather yeah. than like properly take care of them for it's their crazy. problems yeah anyways yeah so that's what i one of the things i've been reading and i'm really excited to keep going into it because it looks interesting the print is very tiny though and again like mm. there's a lot of sciencey stuff in it so it's a little hard to be like oh yes i love this book yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i have to be in a certain mood to read it like most things mm-hmm. but it's good um, I'm also reading Haikyuu Volume 3. I just went on my anime spiel a second ago. <laughs> um, it's 
again, it's a very wholesome series, and I'm so excited. I don't know. It's like a nice like breather from reading my usual things that I read. Yeah, because it's so cute and nice. Um, yeah, and I am also still reading Just Kids by Patti Smith, and I feel bad because I told you that you could borrow it when I was done, <laughs> no. but I'm literally so, like, again, COVID brain, and I don't want to read anything that, like, requires brain power, and it's still really good. I'm very, their relationship is so, like, dedicated, like, the two mm-hmm. people that it's about, their, like, relationship is so dedicated, but it's, like, low-key toxic, like, the guy, Robble, Robble. Robert Maplethorpe I think his name was and um, Patty Smith they're like very dedicated to each other and they know that they're always going to be there for each other Mm -hmm. despite like what happens but this guy literally cheated on her what I think I think multiple times so far oh my god and he's justifying it with like but I need to like find out what my sexuality is because he cheated on her with like men women you know Mm -hmm. he's like I just need to find out who I am and then she's and she's like, I don't know, oddly complacent about it just because she knows that they need each other. Yeah. It's one of those like weird, like hard to explain relationships. Yeah, it sounds because like. sometimes it's like the purest relationship ever and sometimes it's very toxic. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really excited to like keep reading about them because I know they become like prominent figures in like the media in like the eighties, mm-hmm. I think is when it was. So I want to know more about how they like got to where they are. So I'm excited, and I hope I finish, and you can read it soon. Were you so? Are you like a big fan of Patty Smith? Like, how did you discover this? I book? listen. I'm not like the biggest fan of her. But mm-hmm. I like her music. Mm-hmm. I think she's a cool person. She seems very like eclectic and mm-hmm. like artsy. So I think she's a cool person. I'm not like her number one fan or anything. Mm-hmm. But I did find out about her through Spotify. Nice. <laughs> and I have one of her vinyls. So you know that's how cool. i found out about her cool yeah i didn't know she was like this interesting but funny story about this book i went to barnes and noble because i was sad a couple weeks ago <laughs> and um i was like hey do you have just kids and uh by patty smith and the guy was like oh yeah we have one in stock let me go get it for you it's like oh my gosh i'm so excited <laughs> and you have this little like paperback copy that's like black and has this little yeah it has their photograph in it mm-hmm. and it's like very like vintagey looking yeah but the book that he brings out is this ginormous hardcover illustrated version like oh special God. edition and it was literally 50 dollars. Oh i was like was absolutely it like a sexy not book, though? no it, was, it was it didn't ugly? even yeah it was kind of ugly and oh, i was like no. i like <laughs> i like mia's more and you had to like stand there and be like oh i was book. like oh, no i said oh my gosh thank you so much and did you put it up <laughs> <laughs> and i didn't know where he got it. this is so embarrassing i promise i'm not actually like this but he worked so hard to get it for me and he was like okay i finally found it and i was like <laughs> and then you open the cover stall if I sweat no yeah I was like okay maybe I'll buy it just because this man works so hard but then it was literally $50 and I was like I cannot I don't even have that much I, money in my bank account right now so I walk that is the epitome of Gen Z kids though oh yeah like I don't want to bother you I'm so sorry um, okay thank you no yeah so I walked around some more and I was like make sure he was not there while watching me and I like put it on the poetry and like show. ran away yeah I was like let's get out of here <laughs> no um, literally yeah. same though like 
someone could be like, oh my god, I accidentally killed your dad, and I'd be like, oh, oh sorry, let, let me go, let's go bury him together, my bad. <laughs> I'd say my bad yeah. for some reason. Yeah, same. Uh, that's Anyways. so sad, but that's so funny. <laughs> Um, yeah so yeah that's what i'm reading right now um what are you reading i you have a giant stack next to you i okay guys this is really really bad this is bad it's getting it's getting bad so at first i was currently reading anna karenina Mm -hmm. by leo tolstoy of course i am you know i just got kind of bored with it which is fine so i downloaded I downloaded the audiobook and that has been helping me a lot to just get through it because I really like I do really care about the characters but a lot mm-hmm. of Russian farming is happening and it's I just so straight boring. up don't care like it's I just so I just don't care so um I think that's why I kind of got into this weird like reading so many books at once um so then I started Star Sight finally by Brandon Sanderson which mm-hmm. is absolutely fantastic and I love it so much and I look forward to reading it every day but then I like never get to read it for some reason <laughs> Yeah you seem like a Brandon Sanderson girl though I yeah I oh, I try yeah. Do you see my Mistborn books over there Yeah I borrowed I'm borrowing the it's so trilogy good. I genuinely so I like these it. books so much Yeah I will admit, though, I did not read the last one because it was around... I remember it was at Cinemark. I was reading it at Cinemark. Mm -hmm. And it was around the time that I broke up with my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So I had these books, and he, like, loved them so much. So, like, I felt bad for reading them after I broke up with him. Oh, no. And that makes sense because I was like, oh, my gosh, all these are, like, his. Yeah. (laughs) So I feel bad, but, you know, you'll know. Maybe I should try reading it again. Yeah. Have you bought them? No. Oh, you okay? You borrowing them? Yeah, I'm borrowing them. Okay. Okay, continue. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, yeah, the Brandon Sanderson book is so good, and I and I love it so much. Um, then this is where it starts getting bad. Okay. Then I was like, okay, I'm a Patreon for books. I thought on- you were gonna say you're a Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, mm, okay, <laughs> that's what I'm to say now. <laughs> I'm um for Books Unbound, their uh-huh. like Patreon page. So I I pay them to make things for me. So <laughs> they were like, okay, we're gonna do our own audiobooks of our favorite books. So Raylene is her favorite book is The Great Gatsby. So they're doing an audiobook. So I'm listening to it because it's really nice to hear them read their favorite books for some reason. So I'm listening to The Great Gatsby as they release it. So that's like a slow one that mm-hmm. I'm just reading occasionally then this one's kind of funny um then I was like oh my gosh I love micro <laughs> okay um do you know micro no I don't that's I was like okay dirty jobs did you ever watch that on discovery channel <laughs> no I was not a discovery channel kid I was a pbs kid. okay I was a discovery channel kid so I watched um dirty jobs with micro and and now I listen to his podcast called The Way I Heard It, and he he is just a really great storyteller. So the the format of the podcast used to be he would tell like the story in a really roundabout way, so you wouldn't know what the story was about until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just really interesting. And now he's doing this thing where he's reading a chapter from his book that he published that was 
basically the same as the podcast but in written form so now he's doing that so I'm both reading the book and listening to his podcast at the same time and and then Mike you said Mike Rowe is his name Mike yeah Mike Rowe Mike Rose, yeah, I know he's a king, and he's like he lives in San Francisco. He's just really cool. Like he gives off the coolest vibes. His voice is so nice. It's like a really deep, booming voice. You should love listen that. to. It. I love I love deep voices. Yeah, he's great. Um, and he he does voiceovers for a lot of like really big brands. So I'm sure if you listen to his voice saying something, you would know. I don't know. I love him. I love him so much. And it's it's getting concerning, my love for Mike Rowe, but it's okay. <laughs> no, I love that he's literally love this 60. random old man. No, yeah. I don't know. I feel like everyone, like, the only people that like him are 30-year-old <laughs> white men and, like, weird females. Like women. Yeah. Speaking of good voices, that leads me into my next uh, <laughs> my next book that I'm currently reading. Okay. Um, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. If you know me, <laughs> you know oh, that I am a whore for Matthew McConaughey. Hey, he loves Matthew McConaughey, even though he's probably like he's like fifty too. something. Oh my gosh, something about that man really gets me going as well um he so he's he, 51 my oh my dude. god but he's still so hot he's gonna be in batman the new batman what what is he gonna be i don't know this is so exciting he's unnamed so i don't okay. know he could be anyone he could be anyone anyways okay. uh so he wrote a memoir about his life that's what memoirs are oh and um he uh I got the audiobook because I knew like his voice and <laughs> I've been listening to it at every chance I get because the stories are so good. He's just talking about does his he have life. An interesting life. Yes, he does. And uh he's a real Texas boy, which I really like, even though <laughs> like I'm I'm a big fan of Texas Pride, but also like being self aware that Texas <laughs> also sucks. No um if I like marry someone who's like very Texan, I'm gonna like lose my humanity oh my god yeah man no you're not (laughs) you're not allowed to because i know you would kill them i'm not a texas yeah yeah you know it's it's with some people it's it's not with others but it's fine no but i appreciate that you love texas i do really love texas (laughs) so i've been listening to this audiobook at every chance i have and i plan on once i finish this audiobook to (laughs) to like fall asleep to Matthew McConaughey's like voice. if he was talking to you yeah like, like as if talk. he's just like talking to me as we're falling asleep next to yeah. uh, I definitely see the appeal to that but like I'm just imagining his you voice, like a little 18 year old girl with like 51 year old Matthew McConaughey no like, guys like... I have a boyfriend who is very lovely and supportive and he he does know that I have a thing for Matthew McConaughey but also, if Matthew McConaughey walked in this door right now and said, leave your boyfriend for me, I would not do it. And that is, really? that is true love. That is, really? I really would not. Like, oh I'm, I'm, so I'm not just saying that. I really would like, not. I'm telling you right he, now. Matthew McConaughey's married. But, yeah, and he married. also has multiple children and, and I'm not ready to be a mother. <laughs> Yeah, his kids are older oh than God. me. No, I'm I don't telling think you right have. now, if Tom Holland walked through that door right now and said, punch Haley in the face, I'm sorry, <laughs> Haley, you're so dead. 
<laughs> oh my god. Like, if you, you know. said, like, kick Haley's, like, booty <laughs> and then come live with me, I'd be like, okay, sir. Oh my gosh. Okay, now I know. Um, I'm gonna call Tom and be like... <laughs> Please tell me me to just give me a snack or something instead of punching me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Three more books I'm currently reading. (laughs) Um, So I'm also reading Emma by Jane Austen for the second time. I tried to read it, but like again, it's so hard to get into. Yeah, the first time I really did enjoy it... um, I think I like Jane Austen a lot, but the reason I'm reading this is because Books Unbound, uh, their like book club mm-hmm. podcast uh, is coming up. So I will send in like a voice clip of me being like, "Here's what I thought about Emma," because that's that's fun. Um, and then I'm also reading. Gosh, this is getting bad. Um, I'm also reading Animal Farm by George Again? Orwell. I haven't read this one. I've just read 1984 by okay. George Orwell. But uh, the reason I'm reading Animal Farm is because Books Unbound. Yeah, I was like, isn't that one of their like favorite books? Mm-hmm. Like one of the big hosts. Yeah, the Ariel Bissett's favorite book is Animal Farm. So she's doing the audiobook for Animal Farm. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm reading that. <laughs> and it's becoming a problem the amount of audiobooks I'm reading but or listening to, I mm-hmm. guess. But um and the last one I am reading, thank goodness. <laughs> it might change. I might add a few more. <laughs> Who knows? Hopefully all you know what I'm cutting myself off right now. I cannot no read any more books. I have to no finish more. all of these. Um, I'm also reading The Fountainhead by Ayn Rand. I think that's how you say it, or, like, I actually don't know how to say it. Let, let's, <laughs> let's Google this. Ayn Rand. Oh, Ayn. Aaron. I said Ayn. <laughs> Ayn Rand. Anyways, that's very Texan of me, but, um, Ayn Rand is... I'm reading this book because I'm doing, gosh, I'm exhausted even thinking about it. (laughs) I'm doing a scholarship application about this book, and I'm writing an essay about it, and it's going to be so great, and I'm so excited, and I'm not sarcastic at all. (laughs) I, you know, I didn't tell any of, I didn't tell y'all what these books are about, but you know, these are all fairly popular. I don't know what The Fountainhead is about because I haven't read it that much you know because mm-hmm. uh, it's the text is so small and, and so just, like, one page is making it. yeah like I'm just not excited so totally get that. I am reading a copious amount of books and I have a severe problem and that's the moral of this story <laughs> on to the next Honestly, segment I love that, though. wait I have a question for the next segment yeah Okay, so I kind of want to read a classic again, but I don't know where I should start. Because, like, I do read classics. I just, like, don't read them frequently. Mm -hmm. So should I do Continue Pride and Prejudice? Mm Because I kind of forgot about that. I kind of stopped reading it for a minute. Okay. Or should I read Emma? Or should I read a different classic? Like, any that your brain chooses. If you're going with you want to read Jane Austen, I would start with Pride and Prejudice. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't read Emma because the main character is annoying, super annoying, Mm -hmm. but I think you could relate to Lizzie. I thought you were going to say relate to uh, Emma. No, no. You could relate to Elizabeth in Pride and Prejudice because she's like very We have the same uh, personality type. 
What 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 personality? Oh, ENFP. Yes. Okay. Next segment is our bookish question segment. Mm. Ooh. So my question for Mia is: What is a trope that if a book was marketed with said trope, you would pick it up immediately? Okay. So I have two. And they're both, I don't know. So I have friends who, like, don't like these that much. But first, like, thing that always draws me to a book, like, no matter what, if it takes place in an asylum. Okay, I talked about how, like, asylum <laughs> creeps me out. But, like, if it's an asylum, I will pick it up. Because I love asylum books. Yeah. They creep me out, and I love that. Because very few things, like, frazzle me. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, asylums always, like, freak me out. So I love picking up asylum books. Any book, like, gets very dark and has, like, the asylum theme I love. And another one that I love so much, this is, like, more of along the, like, things that most people think of when they think of, like, tropes, like, enemies to lovers, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the trope where, like, there's, like, a boy and it's always, like, I hate everyone but you type Yeah. Thing. You would. <laughs> you would. Because I am majority of, like, okay this sounds like kind of like ego like egocentric <laughs> like a majority of the boys who have liked me they have that personality like the <laughs> i knew this was coming right no you know me yeah like i love this trope so much like that makes sense like when they're like have that attitude where they're kind of oh, uh, i don't know <laughs> when they're i don't know they just don't show much affection or like mm-hmm excitement or get kindness towards certain things and then but they're like when it comes to like this one person they're like big softy yeah (laughs) it's my favorite maybe it's just because i like attention maybe but (laughs) But that's okay but i love it i love that for you mine would you like to hear mine yes i would love to hear yours um i hold on i'm gonna think about this i really like certain settings i've discovered so like mm-hmm. i'm a big fan of westerns you which, which <laughs> this is kind of embarrassing now that i'm saying that out loud i have the reading taste of like a 40 year old white man sometimes <laughs> no me too but with fantasy what's up with that anyways i so like i really enjoy westerns for some reason i think it's because in my formative years i watched um tombstone <laughs> Which is a wait? You, I you haven't heard of this? No, you told me about it. But yeah, I've never watched it. Uh, you should. It's really good. <laughs> I don't know. Something... Western things turn me off so much. Yeah, I know. Like, That's the thing with most people. <laughs> yeah, like um, I was watching Westworld, and a big part of it is like mm-hmm. they um choose. It's in the future, but they choose to visit this amusement park where they get to pretend that they're from this old timey thing and they can like shoot whoever they want yeah do whatever they want stuff like that and i don't know just watching people walk around like cowboy hats and like cowboy boots like makes me ill (laughs) i love it i love it so much and watch it and like the women just like they're always so powerful but then they like yes but then they're always like um they're always like, oh, I'm just one sultry woman. And then, and then <laughs> they, they're like, like just, <laughs> yeah, like, so they always end up, like, having a gun or something, and they can take <laughs> like down hidden, any man. Okay, but, like, I, like, hidden in their, like, yes. like the stalking holster yes. thing. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. 
yeah i like when the the men are like respectful which yeah. <laughs> oh i love when men are respectful. no like they like she has earned their respect and it's almost like yeah. a manly respect between yeah. the two i just love that for some reason <laughs> Oh my gosh, is it too much to ask for respect from another man? That would be me. I also really like... Oh my gosh, this is so bad. I really enjoy drug use in novels. Mm, but, okay. Um, not because I like doing drugs. She can relate because <laughs> no, 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 because I don't do drugs at all, and I'm honestly terrified of doing drugs. But mm. <laughs> substance abuse, for some reason, maybe it's like the emotional factor. Yes, like, like you the, think it's interesting. Yeah, I think it's intriguing. Like in Daisy Jones and the Six, and then also in my year of rest and relaxation like the use of substances to curb emotion is like really intriguing to me for some reason um, <laughs> we'll never say never <laughs> i'm never I'm doing kidding. drugs i'm kidding miss dirks i'm kidding <laughs> um yeah i don't do drugs they scare me uh but book characters can do all the drugs they want because it's interesting i agree yeah it's interesting and then as in oh wait what for for relationship wise, it's mm-hmm. I really enjoy uh like Starcrossed lovers. Like mm-hmm. they're not allowed to be together, but they yearn for each other. I think most okay. <laughs> Hot take. I think most people who've grown up in like slightly conservative households who weren't allowed to do a lot of like romantic dating and stuff are always love Starcrossed yeah. lovers. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, but Mia does. <laughs> <laughs> but I really enjoy that. I really enjoy that. I love the like I just don't I don't know the slow burn and also they want to resist mm-hmm. their love <laughs> but they can't. <laughs> the world is the universe is against them being together. Oh, so good. Anyways, I think that's partly why I like the trope of like the I hate everyone but you mm-hmm. thing because like it's always like a slow burn because that one closed up person can't like distinguish if the like other person like the bubbly you know <laughs> yeah bubbly like person in the relationship like they can never decipher if they actually like them yeah or like because they don't know their own feelings either they've never like expressed their own feelings yeah <laughs> and they don't know if the other person's just being like friendly and like just ha- like forcing themselves to hang mm-hmm. out with them they always have like that doubt and it's like always slow burn and i'm like yeah <laughs> Oh, the pain. So <laughs> oh, maybe this is why I can't date. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's why we... it's always like the slow burn that's exciting. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. so on to the next question, which is my question. Um, which fictional love interest would you want to be with the most, and why? Oh my gosh, this is a hard one because <gasps> I didn't think about this. Hold on. <laughs> Wait, in Skyward, there's this, there's this guy. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the grading system for school, and I was like, what? <laughs> no, in Skyward, the book by Brandon Sanderson, there's, there's a guy with the trope of, like, I hate everyone but you, <laughs> but, like, he also hates her, but then he hates, like, he hates that he loves her. So it's kind of like a lover's to enemies mixed yes. with, with the thing I like. Yes. yes. Um... 
I haven't read this book. <laughs> I hate you. But I feel like Jamie Fraser from <laughs> from Outlander. <laughs> I hate you. You do have the taste of a middle-aged woman. I know. What I'm so disgusting. Okay, wait. I'll choose a different one. Oh, do you did you read the oh, what are those called? The Lunar Chronicles? Yes. You did? I swear, if you say the guy that I like. Okay, so I really liked... Oh, the the Was he a pilot or something? I think he was a pilot. Oh, he, he goes the Rapunzel, blind. the Rapunzel guy. Yes. And when he, like, What's his name? His eyeballs, yes. Okay, when that happened, it scared me. Really? I was like, oh my gosh, he's he'll never so see charming. her beautiful face again. I know, right? He's so charming. I like- Carswell Thorne. Oh, he was the track because he's like he's basically like Flynn Rider. Yes. Oh, yes. I liked I like Wolf. Hot take. Yeah. No, <laughs> that's I almost said Wolf, but I I didn't like how possessive he was. It scared yeah. me a little bit. So I like now thinking about it, I don't think I would like that. Yeah. I would like looking at him probably. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely hot in my brain. Oh yeah, hundred uh, I'm just listing out all of them. I'll just have three three husbands oh oh my gosh a day from the legend trilogy oh he my was, gosh oh my he God. was so attractive no the ending of that series i cried for me, three hours straight it made i'm me not so even joking I'm yeah. just like <laughs> they so she came out with another book apparently i heard that too but i'm not like into it anymore. i'm not into it either but i want to know if he falls back in love with her yeah but i also kind of like the open-ended thing where yeah. it's kind of like you can decide if they, they get like back together. met again. Yeah, you know? because he uh, did introduce himself, right? Yeah, he was like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey I'm Day. I'm Day. <laughs> I've been like, you look familiar, sir. <laughs> that's funny. So it's all like YA boys. Yeah, because that's fair, when YA they were boys. like, when like the books that I read now, the men aren't that great. Oh. Mr. Darcy, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I love Mr. Darcy. I am a Mrs. Mr. Bingley girl. Of course. Ah. We've discussed this. I why are we swooning over bookish men? It's always fun. I love it. Um, bookish men are the best. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have my pick, and you're gonna hate me for it. Oh my god! What? <laughs> Do you want me to tell you? Yes, please. Okay. So one of I have multiple. I'm my brain's kind of fried. But one of them is definitely going to be Willem from A Little Life. Mm. Even though he's Jude. I know what you're saying. He's Jude's soulmate. Like, I can't take him away from Jude. Yeah. But, like, he is so husbandy material. He is very husbandy. Like, he material. is the definition Cares. of, like, in sickness and in health. Mm-hmm. Like, because he is so. That is true. That is true. He's, he's just, like so respectful and like respect he's respectful <laughs> he's so respectful <laughs> and he's so like loving and sweet yeah that's true that's true yeah he wasn't gay <laughs> <laughs> i mean okay but he was with like multiple women that's true i'm not saying that like that makes you is gay. he bisexual i'm thinking he's bi okay because he did love some of the women in his yeah. life yeah like that one girl before Jude, he was like in love with yeah. her. Yeah. Like the hairstylist. And Jude was like jealous. Yeah. And William cheated on Jude. Wait, why am I saying he cheated? Is he still my perfect man? <laughs> he cheated on Jude, remember? Mm-mm. You don't remember this? Mm-mm. Like, it was like when Jude. He che- Willem cheated on Jude? Yeah. I remember because, like, it, like, shook me to my core, but I was like, I still love Willem. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I think maybe I blocked it out because it was just so bad. Yeah, because I think it was like, it was like, I don't know. And I felt bad because Jude was like, well, it's okay that he does this. I told him that he could because like, obviously, it was like when Jude wasn't willing or he didn't want to like pressure Jude into doing Mm. anything that he wasn't comfortable with. Because obviously Jude had like sexual trauma. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, because Jude had like that trauma over like anything like sexual. Yeah. So he was like he told like willem like it's okay you don't it's have okay. to wait for me yeah but like okay willem that's my only qualm about you <laughs> but other than that you're like the perfect man because <laughs> he was uh, just a great like husband after that like they were smooth sailing yeah kind of <laughs> until <laughs> until bum, bum, bum. Uh, um there are definitely more though i think I was obsessed with. Have you read The City of Bones? No. Not all of them. I think I've read some of them. Which, what, who? <laughs> okay, there's... I know about the characters. Um, Have you read the prequel? Mm, uh, is that the Clockwork one? Yeah, Clockwork Angel. I think I've read a few of them a long time ago. Okay, let me... I'm trying to think about his name. The Clockwork Angel boys, they were like kind mm-hmm. of like awesome but maybe like i'm just romanticizing them just because i read it in like yeah that age like period where i'm like oh my god i kind of want to reread cinder now that i think about it should we reread some of it together we should because i have all the books too but i feel like i'm gonna vomit reading them no yeah i but i thought they were so good when i read them because i was like oh have you read the young elite um, so I read the first book and hated it and then really? did it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I hated it, it with a passion. I what? Maybe it's I, I the like main a- character annoyed me so much and she was so like self righteous. I wanted to just punch her in the face. Maybe it's because I was obsessed with X Men. Yeah. And it's literally like YA X Men. Yeah, that is true. So I was obsessed with it. I love X Men too. Anyways. Uh should we share our favorite quotes? Quotes? Yeah. So I I don't have a quote because I didn't finish anything. So you can just okay. Go. Um. So our last segment is obviously when we share a quote from the last thing we finished. Ooh. And the last thing I finished was a haiku manga about volleyball. <laughs> um. So again, the main character he's always been kind of challenged by his height in the game of volleyball. So joining a team for the first time kind of like was his whole thing. And this is my quote. Before my eyes, it blocks my path. A high, high wall. What sort of scene is on the other side? Will I be able to see there? The view from the top. A scenery I will never be able to see on my own. But if I'm not alone, then I might be able to see it. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's corny. But it's like, I don't know. His whole teamwork thing. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, it's very cute, cute anime. I genuinely adore it so much. And yeah. yeah. So this was a low-key awkward episode, but I'm sure I'll be able to get back into it. No, I thought it was great. We Thank lots you. of convos, lots of Matthew McConaughey and anime. Ooh, yeah. Um, but that's our episode title officially. Yes, Matthew McConaughey and anime. Yeah. But I'll definitely get better eventually. <laughs> but yeah. I had fun today. Yeah. So thank you for listening to Coming of Page. <laughs> And we can't wait for next time. Bye.